You are listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZWLP Conroe and 106.1 KZCCLP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. A report that came out, apparently 14 million working Americans are calling in sick right as we speak today. Apparently there's a big sick, uh, it's uh, Super Bowl Sick Monday, uh, the day after football. Uh, (laughs) Don't you glad you don't live in uh, Philadelphia? Instead, you're listening to Mornings with Lone Star with Dick and Skippy. He's Dick, I'm Skippy, and it is Monday morning. We are sponsored by Conroe Coffee. Conroe Coffee makes the coffee you love to drink. Clean sweep office cleaning. Make your office shine. Is there anything after that, Dick, or is I pretty much on that one? Cleansweepofficecleaning.com. Oh, cleansweepofficecleaning.com. And Centurion Wealth Advisors at www.centurionwa.net. They take care of my money, so I don't have to. I think the embers are still glowing in Philadelphia right now. (laughs) We were trying to figure out which bumper music to do today, the the music that plays as we intro and everything. And, you know, we're thinking about burning down the house. The roof is on fire. Uh, This is dangerously close to the night Chicago died from Paper Lace. That's before your song. That's another song. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, okay. You listen to it. It's it's pretty cool. Uh, About riots in uh, Chicago. But yeah, so can you imagine the rioting and looting that would be going on if they'd lost? Some people broke a display window at a department store near City Hall, and looters broke into convenience stores, grabbing grabbing merchandise and screaming, everything is free, Philly.com reported. So that's what's going on. (laughs) Uh, I don't think that this looting and rioting is necessarily because they won. I think Philadelphia was a city in dire need of a riot. Yeah, it was just a boiling plate. Yeah, exactly. It Sitting was there um, ready. It's ready to this go. Is, this is the same kind of rioting that happens when there's a perceived social injustice, you know, like the hands up, don't shoot thing or something. You know, the same kind of rioting happens. So, I, I, again, I can just imagine Philly fans, okay, we're about to win. What are we going to do? We're going to riot. Yeah. Well, what if the call's overturned and we lose? We're going to riot. Yeah. Just not be as happy no, as Bob about it. There's always that one guy like, why are we even doing this? Oh, it was a football game. I'm like, oh, right. <laughs> yeah. So. So uh, I know you didn't, you were in the car for the game. I, I watched was the game. Driving back from Dallas. Was, so I was uh, able to fill in the gaps visually in my mind, but you actually saw the thing. Yeah, well, I watched it. I watched uh-huh. it. For, uh, actually, I started watching it because I thought 530 was the Eastern time. <laughs> and then I was like, after about 30 minutes of watching probably the worst pregame show I've ever seen. I was kind of had to turn it off. NBC, like, I don't know if it's NBC trying to be too safe, but all their stuff seems not to have any heart to it. Like the, the, the announcers, the people in the transition. They're in spin control mode. There's a lot of bad things going on behind the scenes at NBC, you know, with Megan Kelly over there and the Olympic situation. Well, I guess. And I a mean, lot of them are, are What's off the Olympic the, situation? Well, they're covering the Olympics. Well, well, with Megan Kelly. Who's that? Uh, 
Megan Kelly was a, a Fox okay, news yeah, commentator. Came now. over to NBC to do the final hour of the Today Show when um you know take yeah. over for Hoda and, and Kathy Lee when that all changed and no one liked her. Well, she's a different brand. She's abrasive. I mean, this is what she she's a a conservative commentator. So you know, not is warm she, fuzzy. Is she fire? Is she working there still? She's working there, but they like you know what? Instead of sending you to the Olympics, we're going to bring in Katie Couric from the Matt Lauer days. And and Megan Kelly had a problem with that. She's like, "What am I doing here? You know, because I'm in a contract, I can't get out of it. Yeah, I'm doing this one hour. I was supposed to be doing A, B, and C. Uh, but then also the NBC is covering the Olympics, so all their resources are going to that. So to have the Super Bowl and the Olympics right around the same time, NBC stretched just a little too. I mean, that's, I mean, I guess, but there. I mean, it was stupid. It was. I mean, it, the the commercials themselves. I was. I was actually kind of disappointed with the whole thing. The game itself was really good. I was and excited. I was really excited in. that Tom Brady lost. I like that. <laughs> he, I don't know the guy, he, so. Well, I meant more of it's kind of like the underdog thing. Mm-hmm. And then my favorite thing about the coming out of football sidewise is the quarterback for the Eagles is probably going to be let go. So he and, was on contract or something? Yeah, that ended well, he, was a, he, was a, he was a backup. Okay. So what usually probably what happens in football is after the Super Bowl, certain characters whose value goes up, they go into trade mode. So I bet they're either going to trade them immediately and they're going to get like a number two draft pick or something, you know, something mm-hmm. second round or first round draft pick just for that. And then they don't have to pay him any money. They, some other one pays a little bit more. Because he probably, he might get starter money now, but he's not a starter. Like he has not been a starter for a long time. So you're taking a gamble if you pick him up. But he's won more but Super Bowls I, than a lot of starters I, I know. I bet you anything, there's still do a statue of him in Philadelphia. Oh, yeah, right next to the Rocky statue, I'm well, sure. Because I didn't realize how important he was to their entire playoff run. I have no I have no. Like, apparently, he was one of the, like, the main reasons that they got there. So Interesting. Well, I, I heard great things about him. He's, I guess, all things being equal, a kid. He's like 20... He's 29. 29 years old. Which is like, it's kind of retirement age for... Is it really? Oh, okay. Well, do, I oh, mean... Because isn't Brady like twice his age or something? Oh, yeah. Like that? Brady's like 40, 41. Well, that's... But also, Brady's the greatest of all time, so... Not after last night. No, he's still the greatest of all he's time. He's still the greatest of I all time. I think he's won the most of everything. And then, like, his, his... That's what I was telling you. The stats on him were phenomenal. He broke records. What I was hearing on the the commentators, because, you know, I'm I'm next to nothing knowledge-wise in football, so obviously the score kept on going back and forth and back and forth and and rising. Uh, But the the commentators I was listening to were saying, this is a good game just all around. You know, this is an exciting game. No one's one's messing up. There's no blowout. No one totally dropped the ball, pardon the pun, that it was actually a a good game all around. So, yeah, I did get to listen to the whole thing driving back from Dallas. The uh, halftime show is really bad. I, I'm I'm hearing that it just uh, I'm it surprised. It, like it, it, because he didn't do it. To what I realize now, it's like a greatest hits, and mm-hmm. that's that's why they get these performers who've been there or been around for a while because they get to do six songs, one minute versions of them, and <laughs> hopefully you you know half of them. You think KTEL is going to have the Super Bowl halftime show collection? Listen to, you know, those late-night infomercials. Well, no, because I was asking Holly about it. I was like, so are we just listening to Justin Timberlake, like, seeing his music from the past 10 years and stuff like that? Is that, like, where's it in sync? You know, like, what's going to happen? He had no one on, apparently. uh, I'm really surprised Janet Jackson didn't make a cameo. I was really, that was one of my predictions that fell as flat as the Patriots that uh, that did not happen. I know he paid a tribute to Prince at one point, but he was in Minneapolis, which is, you know, 
that's where Prince was. So that was for the hometown crowd. And uh, another creepy thing NBC did is when they would do, you know, stat reports and stuff like that, they try to create some kind of a dynamic look of how to present the stats. And so they do these graphics over the football field. Well, they also added like CGI football characters of the player they're talking about. And I'm talking like, like Nintendo Wii. Yeah. Like icon. It, it looks really <laughs> weird. And I was like, why are they even doing that? Cause it's like, they show Tom Brady and the other guy and, and they look like a Madden football game well, from d- 10 years ago. Maybe they did grab Madden football. I know. mean, that's the only thing I can think about. Cause I was like, why would you even bother with that? <laughs> like you can just put their names in the, in the official NFL portrait. And that reminds me of the really horrible. Uh, it sounds like a segue. I know, but, but stick with me on this one. Uh, the, the really bad Godzilla movie from about 10 years ago with Matthew, Matthew Broderick. Did you see it? It was the the last half of it where Godzilla gives birth to lots of little Godzillas. And I'm watching this and I realized they took the, the, the Raptor CGI model from Jurassic Park. They must've bought it or rented it and just changed the skin. And it was the Raptors. And so maybe, maybe they did the same thing with this. They just grabbed some old Madden football (laughs) characters and slapped on a new, new skin. But yeah, good game. I can't wait to uh, at some point go to go to what's left of my house and watch the commercials that I recorded yeah, in the, the com- puppy bowl. The commercials were enjoyable on YouTube. Wait, uh, I got in a little early, so I'm kind of flipping through YouTube, and I tied put together a list of all their commercials. And I got to say, I was uh, especially after this weekend. I needed a gut laugh, and thank you, Tide, for giving me a gut laugh. That was some funny stuff. Yeah, I felt like some of them were. I felt like they were a little hidden below the. The belt, not not a belt. That's a web. They were below average. Some of them were below average. Well, what? And it's a fine line. You, once you start making fun, you, you know, you know, they're kind of like beating the dead horse, as it were. But I, I just think it's exciting because every commercial. For those of you who didn't see it, they're, Tide's making fun of that. Every commercial is a Tide commercial because of the clean clothes in it. They do a beer commercial. They do a, a car commercial. They do the calvin klein obsession what the hell kind of commercial is this they do the old person playing tennis commercial no yeah. really they did like they did a good job because basically every ad became a tight ad yeah that's, so. that was brilliant because at this point every other ad you were waiting to see if it was a tight ad um now what about uh, especially that uh, old spice oh I, yeah i think they brought they, back the old i'm spice guessing guy. johnson johnson and, and it's tied i'm guessing even if not because they did the whistle theme they did the theme well, at the, the end, so they I'm could have like, bought it. They could have said, "Listen, you're going to get as much of a." True. Uh, of, but that was really funny where you have that man and, and he's like sitting there and then like, <laughs> the you know, tide like, usually with, yeah, the tide bottle comes up. <laughs> I'm in a tide commercial. That 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 was brilliant. Now, what about the Budweiser ad? Because uh, I haven't seen it, but Facebook was blowing up. OMG, I'm crying and stuff. The Budweiser ad? Anybody? Did it have the horses in it? No, it said no horses. It was all about America or something. They did something with water. I saw that. Okay. Basically, they have like a switch. So thanks for showing us your operation over there. They just push a switch and it goes from beer to water. Okay. So, Is this like reverse Jesus? No, I, don't, I don't know. We I, turned beer into water here at Budweiser. That I was kind of... The weirdest one I saw was the T-Mobile one where it was very... It wasn't political. It was more social outrage. Because it was like a bunch of babies, and basically, like, wah, wah. yeah, they're going over each baby, talking about how like they won't judge each other. You know, it's not about color. It's not about. Oh, it's just know. one of those one world commercials. Yeah, but then it was T-Mobile, and I was like, "He goes, are you with us?" And I was like, "Wait a second, what's T-Mobile trying to do here?" 
And uh, so they're that, trying to get the young kids to go, yeah, I'm with you. I'm going to go buy a T-Mobile phone I know. That's now. what – I mean, the disconnect mm-hmm. was pre- – see, if they did something more of like donate money to, you know, oneworldcharity.com or something like that mm-hmm. presented by T-Mobile, so that would have been all right because I was like, okay, I get it. That sounds but like – it was just really strange. It's like, oh, a corporation trying to tell me to – I was supposed to say, it sounds like some – some, uh, yeah, and I'll, I'll just call it some old white male – Think tank inside the T-Mobile corporate offices. They, hey, we got to hit the kids. What are we going to do? Hit that hey, let's get social injustice. We're all one thing. And, and it was really weird. It's kind of like the Department of the Navy trying to uh, uh, recruit hippies in the 60s. Well, the Jeep commercials were entertaining, too. Okay, I saw, I, I didn't hear the the uh, audio, but I saw a visual of Jeff Goldblum driving a Jeep, but old Jeff Goldblum and... and well, no, they, well, there was another one with uh, Tyler Perry. Is it Tyler Perry? Who, who's the, um, Stephen Perry? Who's the much. Tyler Perry uh, does Medea. Stephen Perry is uh, Aerosmith. Who's Aerosmith? Steve Tyler. Steve Tyler. Sorry, you know those names. Yeah, Steve there Perry. Was, there was, was a commercial. Journey. There was a commercial for Kia, and he's like in a in a race car suit, gets into the Kia, but goes reverse instead of going forward. Uh-huh. He goes reverse around a couple times, and then when he gets out of the car, it is uh, a young him. It was like CGI. Oh, okay, it looked really weird, mm-hmm. and uh, and it said like get that feeling back again, Kia. <laughs> hey, if you, I'll, I'll show it to you sometime. Uh, last year, when the mannequin challenge was a big thing, I had a client who was a Kia dealership, and so we did the, I did a video of where it was the mannequin challenge, where I had like thirty people in the dealership, all frozen, and working through it. It was pretty good. It was one of my high points. It's in my portfolio. Whatever happened to the mannequin challenge? That lasted for like four days, right? Remember that? You had to put it to that song, and everyone was just frozen, and the camera would work its way through. Really no. Yeah, I think that lasted as long as the ice bucket challenge. But other things happened besides the Super Bowl, right? Well, I mean, I think we kind of we we, we we closing it. Is it done, Super Bowl? Is it though? done? I, well, Patriots lost. No one knelt. Billy's won. Are you Arneel. sure? Because I did watch. I was in Dallas for like the opening for the anthem. I think Pink did a good. I'm not a Pink fan personally, but I think she did a great job, especially since she had the flu. And I know everyone compares her to Whitney Houston. I'm not a Whitney Houston fan at all, so... Um, well, how dare you? I know. Now, I saw that all of New England, you could see them all standing in a line with their hands on each other, and I got that. But they, for some reason, the camera didn't show all the Eagles, and a lot, there were a lot of close-ups. I'm, I, I don't know if anyone was kneeling or not, but there were a lot no, of close-ups I bet there going wasn't. on. That's what it was reported there wasn't. Oh, then there weren't. There was no, no kneeling. Well, good on them for making it about the game. Well, it certainly did because it was a good one. It was a good game. All right, we're going to take a quick break. Morning's Lone Star. We have a song break coming up pretty soon. So stick around, but now we're just going to do a short sponsor break and hear a word from the wonderful sponsors of Morning's Lone Star. We'll be right back. Centurion Wealth Advisors is a veteran-owned business that focuses on building and preserving our clients' wealth while guiding them to achieve their financial goals. This is where your concerns get addressed and help you start to breathe easier. Discover us in downtown Conroe, Texas. Visit our website at centurionwa.net or reach us by phone at 936-756-1974. Centurion Wealth Advisors. Now let's get your financial house in order. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. 
have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936-CONROE-C or 936-266-7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at conroecoffee.com. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002, offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Welcome back. Mornings with Lone Star here at IRLoneStar.com. And, of course, Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, hanging out. Super Bowl was last night. A lot of fun. Apparently, a lot of people claim they're sick. I mean, I don't... I mean, if that's the way you got to do it, I bet the whole city of Philadelphia is... Yeah, I think... uh how Houston was a couple of weeks ago with the with the ice. Would, I think that's, wouldn't that be great? You're sitting there calling in and like, oh, I can't come in, boss. I'm sorry. He's like, Come on, John. We know that you know the Super Bowls last night. We, you know, he's like, Well, there's a burning car <laughs> in front of my driveway right now. And my house and is burned down and my car is upside down. There's men's with sticks outside, so I don't know <laughs> if I can leave. No, you want to cause some real trouble there. There should have been some guy with a whole bunch of uh, Go Patriot signs and just in neighborhoods at random, just kind of throw those down on someone's yard and let nature take its course yeah there's a there there's seriously i mean we were kind of joking about it last week that when to lose philadelphia was going to start climbing the poles and stuff but this got like well with, and this is where this is where social media becomes a lot of fun so if i just found this out okay you can go into programs like snapchat and uh instagram and you can view public snaps from a point of area an area point so, like, you can select the city of Philadelphia, and anyone that makes a public snap, okay. they can see it. Got it. Or you can see it. And it goes in, like, a slideshow and just keeps going. Like, I watched it where a Harvey was happening. Mm-hmm. While it was happening, I was just checked out Houston just to see what people were doing. I mean, it was crazy. The little angles, you can actually see what Houston was doing. Same thing with Philadelphia. Like, it was what was great about it is you could see the progressively getting it progressively getting a lot worse and then got to the point where it was like 2 a.m. or something like that. And <laughs> people like are still out. And uh, yeah. And you know who else is watching that same slideshow as you? All the Philly Police Department. <laughs> yeah. And they're hooking in their facial recognition software. Guaranteed. But uh, yeah, that's pretty fun. <laughs> I got to check that out. I didn't but know did, that, that existed. Did you see any of the movie stuff? They had a bunch of trailers. That I, I saw the solo, the solo, the trailer for Solo, uh, the the Star okay. Wars movie about young Han Solo. Uh, it didn't blow my skirt up, but it didn't look bad per se. I know that people are loving well, that Donald Glover is going to be Londo Calrissian. Oh, is he? Mm-hmm. Oh, perfect. Okay. So, you know, I, I would watch it just to watch it. You know, there's not a Star Wars movie that I would refuse to watch. Well, I felt when I saw, actually, a lot of the trailers were 
underwhelming. I think they all try to be teasers. And it you know, was, we don't want to give away yeah, too much. But I mean, it, I don't know. And it, probably the coolest one I saw was the uh, Cloverfield Paradox. Because is there a new Cloverfield movie? So coming out? What, what they did was they did the trailer, and then at the end of the Super Bowl, it, they did it again. And it said available now, so they they released it right after the Super Bowl. Oh my gosh, I had so, no no idea. no one did. No one knew it was coming. They knew that something was in the works, but the fact that it's available today, that's pretty funny. Just for people who don't know, there was a few years ago there was a movie called Cloverfield. It's one of those found footage movies about basically a Godzilla ripping through New York. And very, very nicely done. It ended on a on a downer. Um, everyone dies but the monster, apparently. And then they did 10 Cloverfield Lane, which was, I guess, the same universe. But uh, it's kind of a funky John Goodman, young actress. He says, you know, they're in a bunker under this house because something's gone wrong. Uh, it could be war. It could be... And it's got kind of, sort of kind of a twist ending. That sounds like something uh, Shyamalan would do. M. Night Shyamalan, who did. It was, Six I mean, it nine. was kind of a nice surprise. So I bet uh, they got so some. This is the third one. And yes. I had no idea. That was pretty good marketing. That's Well, yeah, because I want to, I, I want it to be 11 o'clock so I can uh, check, <laughs> not watch it itself, but just kind of check it out what it is. So that was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, again, Tide marketing was pretty good. There was like a 30 second gap at some point where Squinters. Screens went dark for 30 seconds. Yeah, I saw that. I, I wonder to, what the big report, maybe that was a Hawaii thing. Well, there's the thing they're saying after a technical glitch, but it's like, did somebody fat finger something or, because 30 seconds in Super Bowl, that's $5 million of something lost. Well, I bet, I bet anything what it was, is supposed to be a local market and then the local markets, the schedule got bumped. For instead. all of them though? Well, that's what I'm saying. Because you know, it's, it, you know, the law, there's a law for these kind of broadcasts right. where they have to play so many local markets. Mm -hmm. And I imagine all the, Channel Two or NBC affiliates, just they are their schedule was off from the national schedule, and then that would have had to been one person at the the home office, and that person well, that's what I'm saying that everyone's schedule today. was off by thirty seconds, so it's like oh nothing played there because we didn't schedule it. So <laughs> that's looking for a new job. Cause there, along because there were a couple ads that were short. Okay, because the weirdest one I saw was the NFL one that had uh, the New York Giants team dancing to dan uh, Dirty Dancing. I like heard that, about I, that I, one. It was really weird. I was like, what's going on in this commercial? I heard about that one, but if you if you YouTube He-Man Skeletor uh, Dirty Dancing, some foreign country did a, a He-Man Dirty Dancing with Skeletor. Oh, live action, though. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, it's funny. So it's it's been done. So to have football players doing it, it's like, eh, you know, it's not as funny as the, especially when yeah, a Skeletor goes leaping into He-Man's arms like, uh, like baby at the end. <laughs> I don't know. I don't but, know. Uh, so uh, you were you're telling me that the quarterback who won the Super Bowl today it's like the old days when they said, Hey, you just won the Super Bowl. Where do you where do you I'm going to Disneyland? Well now it's gonna be I'm going to the workforce commission and stand an unemployment line. Well, no, that's that's kind of the uh prediction of it because he's just a backup quarterback. And people would argue, oh, he's better than the starter because the starter got starter got injured, but the starter's Is also Is that what that was? Yeah, but the starter's also like five years younger. So when you're, I mean, because I think he'll be taken care of one way, shape or form. And then if he was going to quit or re retire, Hey, what better going out on a high note? Hey, I, you won the Super Bowl. What are you doing next? <laughs> I'm kicking back with a bag of pistachios and you a know, beer. Well, and see, this is the thing though. He's always been a backup quarterback and the backup quarterbacks are different. 
And they, I'd be like, yeah, I'll pay, I'll get paid, you know, whatever. I think it there. Maybe twice. Well, because like, a, for example, our starter quarterback earns like minimum of twenty million a year, and that's that's the, that's a starting quarterback. So it's pretty hard. Like, I mean, we're only talking so many teams that have starting quarterbacks, and then and that's if they're in their prime. So that they don't give that to a first round pick kind of guy. I'm in the wrong and business, then, Dick. But he, I think he was getting like five to seven, and then he'll probably get you know ten to fifteen. For being like a backup, think you'll go. Someone will overpay it. Think you'll go over to the XFL? No, they don't, they don't pay that kind of money. XFL is not going to be paying that kind of money because well, he's, he's a backup quarterback. Imagine what your your work quality of life is. You just go to practice and that's it. Like you really don't have to play. <laughs> and then like when you do have to play, it's fun. And that's what he did. I mean, he got to play and he won a Super Bowl. So I mean, he kind of did like the ultimate backup quarterback. <laughs> Or he'll pull a Tom Brady and just stick, stick and just keep playing. <laughs> stick around. Uh, so some other stuff that happened on the news that wasn't uh, Super Bowl related. Uh, uh, the memo got released on Friday, and I was really surprised. And you know, when I said oh, yeah, it should be right that. at lunchtime, uh, sure enough, it was twelve like just before twelve noon Eastern time is when it got released. So basically, we had just gotten off the air. So there's that. Obviously, Democrats are unhappy. Comey, I think Comey took a page from the Trump rule book and went on Twitter in the worst possible way. Why? Well, because this memo says Comey, FBI Director Comey, knew that when he went for the, he went for the FISA warrant, did not tell the FISA judge that this was a document paid for by the DNC. Yeah. That it was a political document. It was passed off as an intelligence document, that it was an MI6 intelligence document. And so they got the warrant based on that. And three renewals, the warrant only lasts like a month. Yeah. So you get three renewals and didn't tell him. So he, he's he's kind of in, in it to some way, shape or form. And he's going on Twitter. First of all, he's saying, oh, that's it. Kind of like trying to blow it off. And then saying, well, all these people now hate each other and the intelligence community has... Uh, egg on his face because you guys did that. Now, this is what really cracks me up. Like, one of the top movies at this exact same moment is uh, uh, the one about the Washington Post releasing yeah. the Pentagon Papers. If, you know, which is the exact same thing. So now you got the media going, oh, this is irresponsible. This is, you're not supposed to, they're hiding it so hard. Because in the, in the memo, you found out that they used the media to give it credibility. That, that actually, that when I read that, I didn't really fully understand it. So it was, what I started looking at for Yahoo News, because mm -hmm. that's what was like the number one thing written in it, mm -hmm. basically saying that the news was reporting this. This guy wrote an article. That's why we're using it as proof that we need to keep doing it. And the guy who wrote it, who wrote the article in Yahoo News, apparently came out and said like he's shocked that they would use his his report – as an official report for, you know, justifying this kind of surveillance and all this kind of stuff. And no, every, everyone's running to, to CYA. But what happened was to give to give the document credence to the FISA judge, because it's not like you can just go to a court of this FISA court and say, hey, I, I need a warrant. You get it. You got to go through several steps. And remember, the judge, you'll never know who the judge is, because these are the judges that also authorize wiretaps on terror suspects, terror suspects. So... This is this is a hardcore court. And so you can't just say, well, we got this document. It's like this document and, you know, the world's talking about it. So what they did is they, as part of the leak to BuzzFeed, and then to, to get the, 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 the word going on it, 
And then they talked about it to certain news outlets, Washington Post, New York Times, et cetera. So there were the stories to be written about it. Then they would take those stories and go to the FISA court and say, hey, this is a big deal because everyone's writing about it. And they wrote about it only because they told them to write about it. So it's a... Well, you know, you made a prediction and everything. Do you, this kind of chaos that's now mm-hmm. going, you know, because I imagine for the next two to three weeks, we're going to hear a little bit more about, mm-hmm. you know, what's going to be done about this, what, what what's truth, what's not. What What's your prediction on it? My prediction is, well, here's the thing. The Democrats say that they want to release their own 10-page, like, a counter-memo. Okay. Saying, well, we want to tell our side. Because it's very, very important to remember this. FBI and DOJ looked at the memo and said there is nothing not factual in here. There's there's nothing misrepresenting. This is the truth. Now, of course, everyone's got truths. Yeah. You know, and you got your sides. And I think the Democrats should absolutely be able to release their own memo. I, I think it will blow up in their face because there's some very compelling evidence here where you got to, where it's, did this happen? Yes, but. Well, there's no but. It happened. Your reasoning behind it is, is immaterial. Okay. Well, that's just, I mean, we got all week. Oh, yeah. This yeah. is going to be ongoing. All uh, week. No smoking gun, like, with a arrow pointing directly to one particular person, but I think it eventually it will be. That's my that's my take. Usually you just take one guy to, or one lady to. Well, I think the one lady that's going to get it is, is going to be. Well, I mean, there just takes one to. To say everybody else, so. well, I think the scapegoat. I think Hillary Clinton's going to end up being scapegoat, Wh- whether or not it's earned. He'll be the one. The All face. right, there we go. Yeah. It's nine forty-one here. We're going to do a music break, folks. We'll be back after a couple minutes. Enjoy the music. You can always call in at nine three six six four seven three seven seven six, and you can always message on Facebook. Mornings with Lone Star. A lot going on this week. More information about what we're doing today. IRLoneStar.com. We'll be right back. Centurion Wealth Advisors is a veteran-owned business that focuses on building and preserving our clients' wealth while guiding them to achieve their financial goals. This is where your concerns get addressed and help you start to breathe easier. Discover us in downtown Conroe, Texas. Visit our website at centurionwa.net or reach us by phone at 936-756-1974. Centurion Wealth Advisors. Now let's get your financial house in order. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936-CONROE-C or 936-266-7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at conroecoffee.com. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002, offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning, 
Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Hey, we're back. On Mornings right. with Lone Star, right, Dick right. and Skippy. All right. I'm trying to remember which one I am. I'm a handsome we'll one. figure it out. Yeah, I'm the old one. I'm the one that yells at you to get off my lawn, you darn kid. And Dick's the other one. Who's on the lawn. Who's on the lawn. I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving. So apparently, as part of, you were talking about how, uh, like, Snapchat and stuff, you can have a slideshow of pictures yeah. and stuff. Well, apparently, of all the videos that are coming out of Philadelphia, one is, a, you know, beyond the looting and the rioting and the pole dancing and the pole falling and the fires, there's a video of a guy deciding to eat some horse waste off the street and being cheered on. Yes, Dick is immediately heading towards YouTube. I mean. <laughs> and being cheered on by others as he, uh, who did that? The uh, Divine, the uh, the drag queen porn star from the 70s and 80s, Divine did that. Oh, Lady movie. Divine, yeah. Uh, did that Pink in Flamingo. A, yeah, did that in a movie. Classic movie. <laughs> That's one way to put it. Uh, but yeah, so Dick's gonna look it up and verify the veracity of this claim. Well, nothing surprises me with that. Like, I, it, I don't think people understand how insane Philadelphia gets, but it is quite remarkable. It's they're known to do it every single time. Like, we're, it's like without fail to enough to where the major news outlets are reporting what kind of grease they're putting on the pole <laughs> to restrict people from climbing it. Like, that's how go, like party mode they know what to go into. Now, didn't Philly win a World Series like ten years ago or yeah. something? And apparently, like eighty people got arrested on that one. But I'm telling you, this time around. Uh, with all these videos and Snapchats and idiots deciding to record themselves conducting illegal acts, I think there's going to be a lot of arrests this year. A lot of knocking on the doors over the next few weeks with, hey, we have this video of you. Yeah, for sure. And uh, they got they got to secure that stuff right now. Keep it from going on again. So got, got some uh, some funky news, a couple, a couple of headlines. Remember uh, a couple, you know, March of 2014, Malaysia Airlines uh, Flight 370 uh, disappeared when yeah. the uh, when the Pacific Ocean, and beforehand it had turned off all basically its tracking gear on an airplane, turned off all of it, which is why for the longest time they couldn't find the like any possibility of where the airplane was. Well, there's big searches going on, deals being made with the Malaysian government. Hey, you know, let us find the ship, give us seventy million dollars, that kind of thing. Well, one of these state of the art ships uh, called the Seabed Constructor. For some reason, for reasons unknown, switched off its own tracking gear for a while as it's searching for this. And no explanation coming forth. Uh, so not trying to get all conspiracy theory, but Dick, what do you think is, is going on? First, the airplane does that. That could have been a terrorist. could have been a rogue pilot. could have been, you know, An whatever. Accident. An accident. It could have been. Bermuda Triangle. could have been Asian or I mean, Asia-Pacific Bermuda Triangle a few hundred miles south. Uh, but then you got a ship that's the exact same thing. Turns off its tracking uh, so no one knows where it is or what it's doing for several hours. I think it's also one of those things that we'll never find out because of all the information that can be interpreted. Mm -hmm. And then they take it and then 10 years later, oh, we were wrong about that. We uh, we were talking about the wrong type of tracker the whole time. Duh. And uh, I don't know. It's really Could hard. It. It's really hard to speculate on that kind of stuff because. Yeah, well, I think you just nailed it on the head. Can you imagine? Let's take Hawaii. You know, the whole Hawaii bomb thing happening 10 years from now when they look back and everything is. 
you know, public record, and they'll go, wow. Well, I mean, that guy is still sticking to his reasoning of doing it. He thought it was a real threat. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm telling you, there's a, in a room full of people who would have said, no, <laughs> I'm going to push the button anyway. But We're all going to die. people said yes. Even if he's the Bill Paxton character in Aliens, game over, man, game over. You got enough people in there to hold him down and keep him from pushing the button. So I'm telling you, it still does not add up. Now, not, this is not so much conspiracy theory stuff, but this really cracks me up. So Elon Musk, who, you know, founder of SpaceX, and he will be responsible for getting us to Mars, I believe. He is going to send this heavy rocket into a billion-year-long elliptical Mars orbit. It's going to be an orbit that, uh, for the next billion years, this rocket will be, you know, the spacecraft will be circling it. And inside the spacecraft would be one of his cars, a Tesla Roadster, which is one of the earlier Teslas, with a dummy in the driver's seat. I don't know if it's a crash test dummy or just like a mannequin that looks like a spaceman mannequin. So for the next billion years, this car and a driver, it's like right out of heavy metal, the movie Heavy Metal. And can you just imagine future aliens looking, going, oh my God, what's that? And trying to revive this dummy or basing our human anatomy on what the inside of the dummy is. But here's the thing that Elon Musk is doing, which is brilliant. He's loading the whole thing with cameras. This talk about marketing. If you want to like sell Teslas in 10 years, have a commercial with footage of Starman. They're calling his dummy Starman of Starman driving a Tesla in Mars orbit. I'd buy a Tesla. Would you? I mean, I, get, I, mean, I, don't, I don't really like the idea of it, but why not? Because you, when you're stuck, you're stuck. Oh, you mean like there? Like imagine, there's, imagine you don't have like a gas tank. Well, yeah. Imagine running out of juice, and it's like, oh, you can't just walk ten miles to the gas station. Like you can't. I absolutely agree with you. I would, I would believe that that's the next thing they're working on. That's why I'm surprised they don't have any thing. solar kind of thing, like impromptu. I think that's next. They're going to wait for sales to drop. And, you know, it's, uh, every uh, advancement in technology, you know, you do the... Uh, well, I just meant for, the, like, the backup. Because really, like, what do you do when you're in that scenario? I mean, do you just get towed? That's the only option I would, you I would, I would, I would believe Tesla has some kind of special deal with AAA or... <gasps> yeah. AAA. I mean, mm. I could see it being a good decision to make if you're in a town, like a big city or something, mm-hmm. and that's just, like, your town car. Yeah. But, Not you know, everyone's Texas where you can literally drive... All day and not hit another town of note. Yeah, and, I, and that's somewhat, that would be my only concern with having a vehicle like that, mm-hmm. especially making preparations to do any type of traveling. That's like the I'd be like, nope, not doing. It. I'll rent a car because even if you, well, we you know, we can get here just in time with you know three percent left. All all it takes is one accident or one traffic jam. Yeah, and and you're hosed. So or Tesla could start putting out you know like those mid air uh, inner refuelers for like fighter jets, the big tankers. They, Tesla may have a yeah, fleet right. of electric tankers that just go out and up and down freeways. And inter- I, I, But I really believe that's the next step for them is finding out to not just extend the range so much, but to where you can plug in a new battery, re- do a quick recharge or something. It, solar, I think solar panels is a great idea. And they're not going to do it yet because they're still selling a lot of regular Teslas. They're going to wait till that dips down. They're going to bring out the next generation and the next. Well, like I said, okay. I'm just surprised there's not like a backup. Unless, unless there's something I don't know about those cars that apparently they people who own them do now. <laughs> Maybe when you buy one and you get the special plan, they they take you in a back room and they tell you, okay, so underneath the dashboard, you get a special there's battery. a special button, yeah, 
and it'll it'll you know some mm. drone will come with a new battery within 20 minutes that would be entertaining tell nobody so did you, I, did you I, see I the amazon that. commercial did you see that no i it's the only thing one i saw that for the most part were the tide commercials because they were on youtube well what was the amazon one what was uh, alexa loses her voice Oh, I, saw, I had, saw it on Facebook, but I thought it was just yeah. a gag. I, I didn't. No, I, I that was a real. It, and it had uh, Jeff Be- Bezos, the guy who owns Amazon. Mm-hmm. He just looks really creepy. Is he a creepy guy? Creepy no, looking guy. Th- I think what they did is like he shaves his head now, and he looks. I don't know how to say. It, like he looks like a typical mogul kind of guy. Okay. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. I don't know if I've seen him before, so I have no basis of comparison. See, that's why I can't shave my head. Well, and his like skin tone is also the same skin tone as like his uh, or same tone as his like eyebrows. So it looks like he doesn't have eyebrows at first. Is he like Mr. Clean? And yeah, no, well, like it, it's pretty. We'll, we'll look at it over the break, which uh, we probably have to be going to right now. Okay. The top of the hour break. But uh, yeah, stick around, guys. We got one more hour. It's nine fifty-eight here on Lone Star Community Radio. Mornings of Lone Star. Uh, stick around. We'll be back. Centurion Wealth Advisors is a veteran-owned business that focuses on building and preserving our clients' wealth while guiding them to achieve their financial goals. This is where your concerns get addressed and help you start to breathe easier. Discover us in downtown Conroe, Texas. Visit our website at centurionwa.net or reach us by phone at 936-756-1974. Centurion Wealth Advisors, now let's get your financial house in order. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936 Conroe C or 936-266-7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at conroecoffee.com. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002, offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. The town, the town, the town is on fire. The town, the town. There you go. Aren't you glad we don't live in Philadelphia right now, Dick? (laughs) It's running for our lives. It's just a game, people. That'd be, that'd be me screaming. It's just a game. And I'm weak. No one's going to care. But I guess there's going to be a parade this week, maybe. This upcoming week. Well, they got to clean up all the debris. I was about to say. There may not be a town that, you know, all the potholes on Main Street from the, from the you know, bombs going off or cars getting 
overturned. Uh, these guys know how to party. So it's kind of a slow news day. Uh, you know, we've already talked about some conspiracy theories and Elon Musk shooting a crash test dummy into outer space. And of course, uh, the, the, the memo. We could talk about that some more if we want to. And we'd love to hear your thoughts on it. Is this memo a game changer? You know, it's the memo, the Nunes memo. Uh, should the Democrats be allowed to release their own memo? I say, yeah, you know, it's always good to have both sides of the story. Uh, even, you know, because somewhere yeah, in the I middle, like, you'll find like the truth. I, said, I feel like this is just cluttering. What? True, but to to deny them to do it, that, that'll get the whole, oh, see, it's conspiracy theory. This and that. It's let them have it, because I think it'll blow up on their face just as much. It'll be a lot of yeah, buts. Well, yeah, Hillary Clinton bought it, but she didn't know. Yeah, but if Comey didn't tell the FISA judge that it was a, a political document, but but he didn't have to know. It, you know, there'd be a lot of yeah buts. So l let him release it. That's what I say. Yeah. I yeah, said that with all my political science degrees on the wall behind yeah. me. Yeah, yeah, but what's the worst thing that can happen? Oof. But um, then we talked about the the Malaysian airliner and the, the mystery behind that. I, th that just really intrigues me. It could, it could, as you said, Dick, it could have just been an, an oopsie. But I, you know, I'm pretty good so far on my uh, uh, conspiracy sniff outs. I told you Hawaii was not what they were saying it was, and I, I staked everything on it. I just I'm waiting for this guy's name. If it's a if it's, if it's an all American white bread name like Chad. Well, I mean, I, I think whoever that guy is, or is it a guy or a girl? Don't even know guy. that. So, yeah, I would not want my name at all released for a long time. You may not regardless. have that choice. Well, mainly because you were trying to get a job. <laughs> would you hire the guy that brought well, no, Hawaii so to that's his that's why you don't release the name and, like, you just don't put, you don't tell anybody. Well, uh, then let's take it from there. Let's take it around with that. So does the public have a right to know this guy's name? Uh, I mean... I think if there was some malice in the decision of what he did, but what happens if it was just a pure accident and But here's the thing Do do we really have the right to judge that guy for as long as we would be from the actual releasing of his name? Because I feel like the majority of people would be real upset and no matter what, even if it was like a pure accident, like especially when they explained to him that they got him he got a message saying this is not a drill. I mean, what are you supposed to do with that? Well, and again, because we don't—you're absolutely right. We don't know everything. The only way to get this through is with an investigation. I mean, no, that's what he said. He, they, that's what he said. It was he got a message saying, "Test, test, ballistic missile. This is not a drill, but this is a test. But this is not a drill." And so he—he he did say that, but he was also in a room full of other people who did hear this is a test. This, do not do this. And plus, if you've been trained in any way, shape, or form, they'd be saying, "Get at least one independent verification before you touch the button." So the, the guy could have just panicked. But so let's take that. What's the difference? From this, you know, your, your stance on this, and releasing all the names of these men who have allegedly harassed women, where they've already been tried Where's and convicted. Where's this list being? You know, on, you know, today, this week, it's it's so-and-so, you know, Scott Bayou touched me inappropriately. Okay. You know, so, But they are, we are, they are releasing their names. That's what I'm saying. So, but, and we report on that, you know, we, we talk about it. We know who the latest one was. So why does Hawaii guy... And I'm not taking a stance. I'm just. just I mean, if I had to guess, it's probably something to do with the workplace environment, and something probably some rule like if there's a union or if there's someone like a third party involved of managing his employment. But the, and that's why they did it. The office he's was fired, though. I know he's been fired. Right, but the office of of uh, Hawaii Emergency Management is a government office. Yeah. 
So there should be some sense of transparency. Oh, yeah, somebody almost brought us to war, but we're not going to tell you his name because he may want to get a job at Dairy Queen later. Yeah. Well, that does, it doesn't rack up. Well, I mean, I think it's also what's the importance of knowing his name? Well, if I was an employer, I'd want to know. Yeah. So what's your history? Have you ever been in trouble? Well, well that's I'd, probably why they don't do that because— But does the employer have a right? Does a prospective employer have the right to know that this guy was, in my opinion, kind of dumb enough— to push the button with, you know, in a room full of men going, or men and women saying, no, don't. It's not like an oopsie, like a minor oopsie, like the waiter dropping the tray. And again, here's the thing. A waiter drops a tray. You can go on social media. Hey, Bob Johnson at TGI Fridays dropped the tray. Huh? You know, no one thinks twice about releasing names on anything and everything. I'm wondering, should should this man, is he getting special protection? And if Oh, oh I, I think he is. I but think he's too. I mean, there's probably something more going on to the end. There's probably, no, sorry, there's probably some research or an investigation happening, and that's why they don't do it. Because I imagine after that name is released, that's where the real chaos ensues. Like, oh, he donated money, or he, well, I know, have to was agree in with a you. picture with this guy, or you know, that's that's where it comes. So I have chaotic. to agree with you. I, I agree that I think they're not releasing it for a reason, much like the first. Well, I mean, similar to the Las Vegas. Uh, but we know the name. guy. The, the, the yeah, name but, was the first thing that was released. Yeah, but then they kind of stop releasing stuff. But then they released the name of the guy who bought it, sold him ammo. Yeah, I mean, well, it's slowly coming out because people mm -hmm. are actually doing their journalism investigation. But I think that's there's a reason why that kind of stuff is so slow because. Well, for me with Hawaii, uh, I, it, to me it goes back to their original. When they said you know, it was an accident, this was that, and I, I knew it's like I was asking, why are they lying? There's something more because this is such a bad lie. And of course, three weeks later, it came out it was a lie. But their their new answer didn't give me anything that suggested they needed to lie in the first place. They could have given the new answer as the original one, and it would have been the same. Oh, okay, it was an idiot pushing the button. The, what they did is the 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 revised answer they gave three weeks later was the answer when three weeks, you have three weeks and a lot of people putting their heads together saying, what can we say <clears throat> that makes us look bad but not too bad so people will buy it? I really think they're not releasing this guy's name, and I think there's a lot more. I, I really, really do. And I'm just saying, we haven't talked about AAA in a while, and, and I'm, was it time to start bringing them into this equation? Do you think they have something to do with it? I mean, I have, have we not been talking about them because we want to lull them into a false sense of security so they'll get more overt in their world domination plans? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> or did we just forget That's about him and move on? <laughs> I mean, I, it's something that you'll will never fully know unless the guy decides to do something about it. The guy who pushed the button, and then I think it's something that they're trying to. And I think that's similar to the Las Vegas deal. I feel like there was so it's such a chaotic situation that no one really tr knows the truth of why it happened. But I think people have an idea and like people connected to it. Mm -hmm. But, you know, putting that down on a piece of paper and explaining it is a little harder, I bet. And Well, that's the thing. It's rarely like an episode of a Law & Order where you have one yeah, reason or there's a straight line. It Civil cases like that, you know, I think this investigation, most people's eyes would glaze over. That's why people want a smoking gun on both sides because they don't want to drag through— because no evil genius, it's not like a Bond movie where the evil genius is there. He puts his own face on the camera. I want $100 billion— no, he has cutouts and agents and people to do that for him to where he can't, he or she can't be touched. And that's what's happening. That's what happens in real life. 
And so, you know, when you have the prosecutor saying, okay, we have a flow chart here and we're going to talk you through how, for instance, the Clinton campaign ended up being the person involved, but you got to go through 42 steps to get there. And that's why you have to be compelling in your argument, which is why I think they, they're trying to find enough smoking guns to say, this is incontrovertible. This is irrefutable proof that this happened. And that was what was in that document. And a lot of people are having a hissy fit about it because it, it's bad. This document is bad. It shows uh, the DOJ and the FBI were politicized, flat out politicized and weaponized. And what really scares me is that had Hillary Clinton won the campaign and won the election, literally none of this would ever have come to light. None of it. None of anything. And there would have been no Russian collusion notes. It was that's all retroactive. That was for if you think back. Well, to when, I mean, well, you you can also say that in any in any scenario where there's two sides to two groups of people, there's always going to be an ongoing conversation, regardless of if you lost or you won, but you're still involved. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people know that in politics today, it's getting kind of tiresome, uh, especially if, because seeing direct results is such a, a rare thing that happens when it, it comes down to the individual citizen and understanding how our government works. Uh, and that's why I think the tax thing is always thrown in everyone's face because that directly is one of like the one of the few things that directly affects people immediately. Mm -hmm. And other other have policies. You, have you seen any crumbs yet? Well, <laughs> well, not even that, but it's more of just like you know certain rulings that do happen. Like the next big one, like we talked about, was the marijuana deal. When that kind of gets itself figured out, like that directly affects everybody, even mm -hmm. if you're not a you know you, you use the drug, but more of. I mean, think about those towns in Texas that passed their new law where they can sell alcohol now. I mean, there's, I think there was, uh, I don't think there's any, there's only under like. Uh, Dallas is a lot less dry now than it was yeah. five, 10 years ago. So, I mean, like that kind of stuff does affect a community and only, only those kind of rules only come so often or not. No one really understands exactly what's happening, especially with this Russia deal, you know, uh, because I feel like especially with a, a character like Trump, is if, say, the Russia deal is true, then it's not just Trump. I don't think it's just him individually calling, you know, he's he's eluding the Secret Service and he has a secret phone that he can text. <laughs> and then when he, th he has a burner phone and then that burner right. phone. Right, he is, is not used. a Russian, he is not well, Asian. I mean, if he was, but I mean, like, that means there's a whole group of people and that's how, how they work. But then again, the narrative, can it, it changes so quickly because of how polarizing he is as a person. And, I mean, like you said, imagine imagine if he lost, you know, would any of this really matter? Because what, what would happen if he lost and then they did find out that there were outside sources meddling in a campaign, which I, I would almost want to say guarantee there's always somebody meddling in. Well, that's the thing. It's become this big Russian thing that came from. Remember, that came from this document, which has been proven basically 100% false, that... Christopher Steele is on the record saying, I don't want him. To, I will do anything. Well, no, see, that's what I, I mean. What's with those kind of things coming to light where you're having these official people saying these kind of things, you know, when you're when your position is, is supposed to be an investigation position and then you're texting your ex-girlfriend or your, you know, your, your paramour. Yeah. And it's just that, that that is kind of troublesome because if that happened to any job, you'd probably immediately under review and be fired. Mm -hmm. And those they were, weren't they? Weren't these people? Mm -hmm. uh, no, he was demoted from executive row, moved down a floor and just still maintained a, a heavy yeah. position. And his wife still worked for Fusion GPS. What is troublesome with me even more so is, uh, 
I'm looking back over the last year, ever since the, the document came out, one of the first things I saw was Stephen Colbert just making a whole night about it, you know, as truth. No one's backing off. No one's going, oh, I'm sorry. I helped promote this when it was wrong. And if you think back to when Donald Trump, he got the wording wrong. He said, they're, they're, they're tapping my wires. But, and everyone was using that as proof positive. He was crazy. He was paranoid. He was crazy. There was a whole mental thing. You know, nowadays, because they're still saying, how's his mental state? Well, he's crazy because he was talking about them tapping his phones. They were tapping his phones. He was dead bang. It was 100% right. And but he's still being treated as being crazy for suggesting it. But now it's been proven. Well, like I said, the chaos. Well, the chaos in in the news media. That's what it, it comes down to: is what's the last thing you read and what seemed believable. Because mm -hmm. it really is like even if you release this memo, which I still can kind of confused about because we're sitting here uh, talking about you know being biased. Well, how is this not biased? Because it's coming from a Republican, and it clearly favors you know what. Which is why I say let the Democrats release it truly. Let let them. I think they should. Everyone should have both sides of the story, knowing that both sides are tainted, both sides are slanted. But with the understanding that the FBI and the DOJ said that the Republican memo well, it had no inaccuracies in it. And so it's up to, I think, the response to adequately explain them away. And It's boring stuff. Is it, is it boring to you? Let's find some exciting stuff. Let's talk about <laughs> wrestling when we come back. Wrestling? I just first thing that popped in my head. All right. Well, we'll be back after a couple... A sponsored breaks. Special thanks to those who sponsor this morning's show, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning, Connor Coffee, and Centurion Wealth Advisors. We'll be back after a short break. Centurion Wealth Advisors is a veteran-owned business that focuses on building and preserving our clients' wealth while guiding them to achieve their financial goals. This is where your concerns get addressed and help you start to breathe easier. Discover us in downtown Conroe, Texas. Visit our website at centurionwa.net or reach us by phone at 936-756-1974. Centurion Wealth Advisors, now let's get your financial house in order. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936-CONROE-C or 936-266-7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at conroecoffee.com. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002, offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning.
Is he thinking about M. Night Shyamalan? Yeah, probably. He's coming up. Here you go. Shyamalan, Shyamalan. Shyamalan, he's a movie guy. So is Shyamalan coming up with... An, I, I'm, I want to find out more about this Cloverfield thing. I forgot to look it up over the break. The new Cloverfield movie. I, I'm yeah, streaming out. I'm so aching to find out. that one Welcome out. back. Morning's yeah. Lone Star. I want to uh, just leave you know, this isn't really breaking news, but uh, apparently do the that. Super Bowl ratings are down. <gasps> Eight-year low. And in related news, water's wet. So, which is interesting. I don't really know. I mean, I... I I think really what I felt when watching it, what I was missing was the overall presentation was just so lackluster. And I'm telling you, NBC's like putting the, all their eggs in the Olympics basket. The right announcer now. was horrible, and the was he? Because I was listening to a, uh, I was uh, going between AM stations driving down from Dallas, and I stumbled across one from well, New Orleans of all places. To and, give you a heads up or an idea how bad it was, towards the at the end of the game, he tried to compare the great victory from the. Uh, Eagles to the halftime show of Justin Timberlake, and I'm like, no man, <laughs> like they're they're not the same. They were not great together. Like the Eagles probably did well, but you know, Justin Timberlake not as good as the Eagles. <laughs> I'm hearing there's some hatred going on Justin so, Timberlake because it was just like he's just saying, right? There was nothing, you know, that was it. Well, another thing too with uh, he was this guy. I think it's Commonwealth. I think that's his name is or Conworth or something. He's been around on NBC for a while, but he was like. Every play call, it's almost like he was a huge fan of the Patriots. And it would never be more present, like presenting the facts and letting the people decide or going over the rules. Because there were a couple catches in the end zone the Eagles made that, like, if, if you had any idea about football, you'd just be like, oh, well, technically it could have been not a touchdown, but I don't really know football well, so it looks like a touchdown. Mm-hmm. But he, he was really slamming down like oh they should return that or you know that kind of stuff oh kind of if the judges overturn this call then it's obvious that they're in the uh, uh, Philly's pocket that kind of thing yeah uh-huh. and they, but, it, but the whole NBC thing I guess you, I mean you could say they were uh, you know, spread thin because you know they have the big uh, this Friday actually is when the Winter Olympics start already so yeah I believe holy it's this Friday. cow there's no break is there so no and uh, I wonder how you how do you think viewership is going to be for the Olympics this year because I well, think people are getting tired of NBC I, also. Well, I think really what stinks about the presentation of the Winter Olympics is you make it about the individual, like these are our heroes or, you know, whatever you build it up. And then when they don't perform, like you go way down. Mm-hmm. And so, and unfortunately what they're banking on is like, who, who do you think is the biggest athlete that's going? Do you know any athlete that's going to the Winter Olympics? <laughs> Not a one. So the ones I know I are, feel bad are for that. older and they've been kind of out for a while. So, like, that's the the Vaughn, Lindsey Vaughn character. Okay, I know her. This is her fourth Olympics, so you can imagine how old she is. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, I'm on a level of um, competing in the world stage. And then Sean White, I believe this is his third. He's the snowboarder, He's a right? snowboarder, yeah, okay. too. But, you know, and what's amazing to me, this is at the right moment where all the youngsters are so much better. Especially in snowboarding, because snowboarding's only been around for so long, so there's so many more chances to evolve and so they're trying to throw Sean White as the leader. And I'm like, man, if he just doesn't win one, think about the joke of all the campaigning for this one guy. It's going to be like they didn't really cover anybody else on the snowboarding team. And unfortunately, everyone else in all the sports, no one really knows besides those two people. Like those two people I mentioned, I bet that's like the only ones the, people know. The only reason I, I knew their names, but I just figured they weren't in this one because it has they, they were 
you know, many years ago. And that's why I got confused too, is why don't they just play the diversity card? Because there's so many different Americans in this who are from across the globe mm-hmm. from, you know, from their heritage. So it's going to be really cool to see that. And, and to me, that's when you celebrate that kind of stuff. But I guess they're... I have a sense that NBC's just kind of going through the motions in general right yeah. now. They're making some bad uh, decisions. I mean, you don't spend a lot of money on Megyn Kelly, who is a polarizing figure, and then put her on a fluff third hour of the Today Show and don't give her And She's getting spanked because she got into it with Jane Fonda about the um, – she was asking Jane Fonda about her, her facelift and stuff because Jane Fonda was going on, oh, you know, as you age, it's graceful and this and that. And Megyn Kelly said, oh, didn't you just have a facelift? And Fonda blew up on her, but what Kelly's done is she – has this compilation of all these times at the same time period, Jane Fonda was on another show is talking about it. And so it was, you know, it was obviously a personal thing and she got mildly spanked by NBC. And, and she's like, you hired me for this. It's like, you don't hire an opera singer, then tell her not to, then tell her to sing quietly. If that makes sense. So I, I got some local news. Okay. And this is good. This is like community. This is like Lone Star in a nutshell. Are you ready? All right. So in Conroe, there's a, a municipal court judge named Michael Davis who handles apparently like the, the traffic tickets, traffic ticket court. He has just launched the warrant amnesty period for residents who have open warrants for traffic tickets that are unpaid. So until the 22nd, uh, you have amnesty. Uh, anyone with outstanding warrants with Conroe Municipal Court can make arrangements to have their warrants lifted and get a reduction in the amount owed. Hey, I know, you know, Houston's done this forever in a day. And in my youth, believe me, I, I took advantage of it because it saves a fortune in costs. You just go in and, and uh, uh, so if you think you have a ticket against you that you haven't paid, check it out. Give them a call. They, they, you know, there is amnesty. Uh, the police lieutenant, John Buckle, said, we want to give residents a break. If they pay their fines in full, their warrants for arrest will be dismissed. For those residents who may not be able to afford the total amount of the fine, we can work out a payment plan with them. And they can avoid being re- arrested when the uh, roundup begins after February 22nd, which means on the 23rd, believe me, they will have your name and number. They will start knocking on doors. So if you think you have a ticket in Conroe, this is your chance. So this is a public service announcement brought to you by Mornings with Lone Star with Dick and Skippy, Lone Star Community Radio. You like that? Yeah. Made it all official and stuff. Oh, I liked it when they did that uh, bring your marijuana for turn in. <laughs> Wait, oh, I re- hold on. Remind me about that. I read about it, but I'm, I'm well, yeah, it's missing like, the details. Yeah, it says if you bring your drugs in, they'll dispose of them for you. And then they got arrested because <laughs> they had drugs. <laughs> so that happened. We're going to uh, take a music break here on Mornings of Lone Star. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. We're going to be here till about 11 o'clock. So stick around. Centurion Wealth Advisors is a veteran-owned business that focuses on building and preserving our clients' wealth while guiding them to achieve their financial goals. This is where your concerns get addressed and help you start to breathe easier. Discover us in downtown Conroe, Texas. Visit our website at centurionwa.net or reach us by phone at 936-756-1974. Centurion Wealth Advisors, now let's get your financial house in order. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theatre and the Owen Theatre, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch and dinner along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. 
have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936-CONROE-C or 936-266-7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at conroecoffee.com. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002, offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. All right, wrapping up today's show. Mornings with Lone Star, 1043. This will be our last segment. No, let's keep it going. What, anyone coming on after us? Yeah, we got the weekly business hour coming up. At 11 o'clock, okay, and then Conroe Culture and all that stuff. So we got a full load today. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Well, the day's kind of brightening up a bit. It's 54. It's going to be 61 high today. Uh, but later tonight, like after midnight, got some rain and thunderstorms coming in. And it's going to last for the next couple of days. Tuesday and Wednesday, yeah. rain on Friday, great. But uh, here's hoping uh, it's not too bad. I'm trying to get my house started up again. You know, we talked the other day how, unfortunately, uh, Skippy fell victim to one of those, uh, give the contractor the money, then watch the money run away. Yep. But uh, uh, getting some, uh, fortunately, it wasn't all the money. And so looking at some some options, some opportunities. In fact, one of our own is uh, uh, helping me out, trying to find some stuff for me. Good deal. So a good shout out to my afternoon savior. You know who you are. And uh, that's about it right now for, for me. Nothing else locally happened. We still got shows going on. In fact, this weekend, uh, Hello, Dolly is starting at the Crichton Theater. And, you know, Carol Channing. Uh, yeah, she was in the movie version, too. But, yeah, Hello, Dolly. Big, 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 spectacular musicals. Awesome. And then over at, across the street at the Owen Theater, I think it's one more weekend of Steel Magnolias. And this one is selling out, folks. This is, uh, I saw the set. It's a beautiful, beautiful set. A great production. You know, the movie had... Jessica Roberts in it, you know, it's a, it's, a, it's a very woman empowering movie. Definitely watch it. So you got lots of entertainment in Conroe. I know there are festivals coming up. Uh, next month will be uh, the Conroe Bard Fest, which used to be known as the Conroe Shakespeare Festival. And I'm very fortunate to be involved with that. We're getting a lot of ducks in a row. Good. But yeah, vendors are just chomping at the bit. People want to do some stuff for, uh, for Conroe. And I think so. I think it's really going to be kicking in here. So got some good stuff happening. What's happening in Dick's world? Well, we know the fair's coming up in a couple months, so that's going to be a big thing. And then uh, we just continue uh, doing more shows, getting podcasts up and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. Hopefully we're going to be streaming on our YouTube channel live pretty soon. Oh, that's so. awesome. So no edits. It's raw and unfiltered. Yeah. Every screw-up will be just there for like, posterity. Just like the memo. <laughs> right? I'm just kidding. Right. But, uh, yeah, and if memory serves, I think we got to, down the line, we'll be having some more remotes. I think we'll be hitting out some places. Mm-hmm. I know we're trying to become guest judges on something. Well, some I, I'm just trying to p- just force our way into things. That's the way to do it. 
you know, I'm the guy, I, I wear the, the steel toed shoes so I can stick my foot in the door when they try to slam it without breaking my toes. So people, Dick and Skippy are coming for you. If you have an event or, or anything along those veins, a festival, events, a competition, and you need uh, someone to talk about it, you need someone to judge it, well, Dick and Skippy really have nothing better to do with our lives. We have no lives on the outside. Did several more months before Dick gets married. And uh, so he's kind of in the calm before the storm oh, shoot. on that one. He's got some months. Uh, that's, Skip, that's, Skippy's that's just true. trying to while away the hours till his house gets rebuilt. And <laughs> so give us a call, 936-647-3776. Anything you want to talk about, any song requests, topics, uh, things you like to hear, things you wouldn't like to hear, uh, ideas on what we can do with our time when we're not sitting behind these microphones, 936-647-3776. Or hit us up on mwlonestar.com on Facebook or go to irlonestar.com. And if you're really desperate, give me a call. I'll give you Dick's private cell phone number, and you can just talk to him direct. So, you know, watching the Super Bowl and kind of the anticipation of everything, overall, I would say that it was kind of lackluster Okay. overall. The game uh, the or game, the coverage of Just it. everything, like okay. kind of the whole night, the whole, you know. The, I, I saw one thing where the, someone had a whole bunch of dogs eating out of a bowl, and that said that the Patriots were going to win. What was I, I don't even know what I saw. I was walking through the room. I don't know what you're like talking Jimmy about. Fallon or one of the, one of the one of the late show hosts were oh. released all these dogs. There were two bowls. One said Patriots. One said Eagles. Yeah. And I think whatever the dogs ate out of most of would win the game. And of course, the dogs failed. <laughs> Catastrophic failure. Puppies. What, one thing that failed to me is there was a bunch of uh, ads for Turkish Airlines, and I kept thinking they kept saying Turkish hairlines. <laughs> and I was like, and because I think the actors they chose had accents and everything. So okay. when they say like, oh, I fly, Turkish hairlines. I, flew, I fly Turkish hairlines. And I'm like, did he say hairlines? Like, I'm pretty sure that's <laughs> what I heard. And uh, so that, that was kind of funny to me. When Dick, because of that, I'm going to tell you a joke that my daughter told me a few years ago. Okay. And it always stuck with me. What do you call a bunch of bunnies dancing backwards? A, re- a receding hairline. That's pretty good. Thank you. Oh, good. Thank you. My daughter will be playing all week. There you go. One of well, the very no, few clean jokes you, I know. You know, something that's interesting that happened right now, there's a couple nonprofit groups being put together from the original brainchilds of Google and Facebook and other huge tech companies, and they're basically trying to do like a watchdog group. And do you think that's because they know the potential with this technology because I know Amazon's coming under fire now because they're, they're patenting technology for their workers where they have to wear wristbands. And the wristbands help track, you know, their movement in the warehouse. And I guess it's more of just like uh, instead of having a punch card, you got a wristband. Mm-hmm. But it also has other features with it too. And when I saw that the, the watchdog groups were being formed, I was like, okay, so something's going to be happening in five, ten years where someone's going to get in trouble. You know, Microsoft got in trouble in the 90s. Uh, not necessarily for like spying or anything like that. There was more of they were just a monopoly. But I, I think someone's going to be coming around the corner because everyone kind of knows, you know, Facebook knows too much. And <laughs> um, and unfortunately, they're you know too much. That, well, unfortunately, Mark Zuckerberg is just isn't he isn't a likable guy. So, like, even if you get over his charm. He does not give you warm fuzzies. Yeah, so, like, even if he could charm you, because that's a lot, like, a lot of those folks get away with it because they're just, they're just charming. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, do you remember, like, the big thing in the 90s with Bill Gates jumping over a chair? Like, that was a big deal Mm -hmm. where he could, he could leap over a chair. That was his, when he was doing an interview, like, what's your special ability? He's like, well, I can jump over office chairs. I mean, (laughs) I don't know. 
But uh, that guy has certainly turned around his persona in the eyes of the public. He, he made nerd cool. And he married a model, and apparently they're still, you know, she could have divorced him a long time ago for half of everything, and she's still with him. So th there must be something there. But yeah, yeah, Zuckerberg, you know, if Tom Hanks. Oh, he married a model? Uh, yeah, I'm pretty. Look, look that up. Bill Man. Gates' wife. Okay, I'm looking it up. Um, but Zuckerberg, here's the thing if Tom Hanks were in charge of Facebook, we'd give him everything. You want my social security number? Sure, here it is. Because he's a likable guy. Zuckerberg, not so much. And so there, you know, uh, well, I mean, like if you watch him try to, if you watch him give speeches and like, there's, if you go online, you just search up, you know, embarrassing moments or whatever. There's a lot of funny things. I think probably the, the best moment I saw live was he was showing a Facebook bot Oculus, which is like a VR tech mm -hmm. that they're trying to implement in homes and everything. And he was trying to give you an example how you could use the tech. Puerto Rico. And he was, uh, <laughs> he was, you know, VR'd in Puerto Rico. That was so bad. And he was talking, you know, he's trying to go through it live on the on the stream going, look at how cool this is. And But it was like right when Puerto Rico was going through. Look at these people drowning in the is, worst is their storm. house this goes is, underwater. This is, this is before Harvey um. and like that time. And it was just, <laughs> I mean, it was so bad out of place and it seems so out of touch with it it was actually kind of like you felt really bad because the images he's walking through is like destroy towns he's like so i'm gonna take a right here look how, look how easy it is for me to see what's going on here and you know <laughs> but, the family and, is being swept well, away what it was funny though is you could tell you could tell that the pr person wrote a script of like talking points but they didn't realize how bad puerto rico was so one of the talking points was like i'm enjoying this from the comfort of my home and so it looked like he's basically saying, good thing I'm not here. And <laughs> Better them than me. Yeah, it was so funny. And uh, But there's also – there was one conversation you can watch him like visibly sweat in his seat mm -hmm. because the guy was grilling him about privacy and him trying to get out of it. And it was just like, man, this guy's going to have a hard time when Facebook gets accused of something. I'm not a fan of movies that have a, like a living person as the, the, the star, you know, unless it's something like – tombstone where you know it's it's highly glamorized but i gotta say i thoroughly enjoyed the social network the aaron sorkin movie about zuckerberg okay. on facebook because it showed him warts and all and at the very end it's you know former business associates suing him for him screwing them over and he really did and he could easily fight basically in the room he says i can buy all everyone in this room i could buy you a hundred times over and not even feel it oh i'm just gonna let you know right now mm -hmm. i looked up bill gates mm -hmm. uh, melinda gates mm -hmm. so the hr department probably had a field day because she's worked at microsoft that's well, but, how they met but wasn't she a she was a model at some point i'm pretty sure about that was it was no, it her she, she after graduating college she joined microsoft who was the model and, then steve Jobs' wife maybe I don't know. Oh, Not someone. this. Okay, well. But can you imagine yeah, the Melinda HR Gates. department over here? <laughs> and Bill comes in. He's like, oh, Mr. Gates, what are you doing here? And he's like, well, I got to talk about uh, there's a girl I like. <laughs> and she works. She, she's over there in the uh, Microsoft, uh, you know, publisher area and Expedia and all that kind of stuff. So what do I need to sign? How do I, you know, how do we do this? Oh, well, I, 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 oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> Mr. Gates, you do own the company. So. Yeah, it's like, uh, mm, uh, yeah. So that's kind of funny. I mean, I feel like that. Uh, that's that's oh, it's a, good, good to be uh, That's a lifetime movie, TV movie. And One of them married itself. a model, and I'm trying to remember. It must have been maybe Steve Jobs. I'll find out. I'll, I'll make a couple probably, of that tomorrow. It's probably uh, the football player, Tom Brady. Okay, who's the one that's dating um, the, oh, who's the really good-looking model? Um, Kate something, Kate Moss. No, Kate someone. Oh, you're up talking, to, you're talking about to, Verlander, the guy who plays is? for the Astros. Yeah, yeah, I hate him. 
Why? He's, he's, he's a champion. Kate Upton. He sees he's her in, in special clothes. And see, what what I think the Astros did really well is when they won it, they dubbed it as they earned it. Yeah, that's class. Like that, that to me class. was, I was like, people are going to remember that because they earned it. And, you know, L.A., they don't earn anything. Forget no, them, right? Buy it. <laughs> but no, seriously, if you haven't seen The Social Network, watch it, Dick. Have you seen it? No. It's surprisingly good. Well, I mean, I, I, considering the topic, it's the birth of Facebook and Zuckerberg. well, I mean, I, like I said, we're you know we were talking about the privacy thing, and just it's just going to be interesting to see, especially like Jeff Bezos or Bezos from uh, Amazon. If you ever see him in an interview, he's just a weird guy, and <laughs> it's kind of funny. Like one, one of my favorite early videos is when Amazon first started, and they're doing an interview with them, and it was when they were doing uh, competing with Barnes and Noble before they merged. And, you mm-hmm. know, because they were, that was like one of the first deals Amazon made was with Barnes and Noble right. about selling books online and basically the logistics of sending people books. That's all they were doing was just books, and then they moved into TV, uh, movies, and like DVDs and stuff like that. But there's an interview with him, and like you go into his office, he's one of those guys that has a electrical outlet that has 20 different things plugged in and you're like man this guy's gonna cause a i'm not kidding like it's just like sitting there in the middle of the floor and i'm like this guy's way too many things plugged in that's the first thing i noticed well, about think him about these people were you know zuckerberg was a college misfit yeah uh I bezos a uh, guy who plugs 30 things into the same outlet and they lead the world today well, we're going to be wrapping up today's show. Coming up next, we got the Weekly Business Hour, full lineup, IRLoneStar.com. Sean, thank you so much. We'll Dick, see you tomorrow. I'll be here. And uh, special thanks to our sponsors, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning, Conroe Coffee, and Centurion Wealth Advisors, our three C's here supporting community radio. We'll be back tomorrow morning. Don't forget, all of our episodes are podcasted on iTunes Podcasting and, of course, Google Play Podcasting and also on IRLoneStar.com slash MWLS. If you're interested in being a sponsor or a guest or you want to contribute to the show, 936-647-3776 is our message line. Leave a message. Let us know what you want, and we can get you whatever you're trying to look for. We'll see you guys tomorrow morning. Thank you for checking out this production of Lone Star Community Radio. Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's community radio station. Don't forget to check out this show and many others across the Lone Star Community Radio Network. Either live on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, the Lone Star Internet Radio app, or IRLoneStar.com's live audio stream, and on replay on podcast, Channel 12's Our City TV in Conroe, or Channel 21 KVQT in Houston, and of course their YouTube channel. This production is copyrighted and all rights are reserved by Lone Star Community Radio. Have a question regarding this program or other Lone Star Community Radio shows? Want to sponsor or start your own show? Call the station message line at 936-647-3776 or email the station at lscrstudios at gmail.com.